to episode number two of Gamer Boredom. This is Chris from GamerBoredom.com, and here is the weekly roundup. So August 7th, I launched GamerBoredom.com. It it was a fun project, it really was. It took a lot of time and and patience and designing. I went through and rebranded all the logos, uh, made some new designs, but very much well worth it. So now on to the weekly roundup. First article I wrote, which was a lot of fun for me, I've been asking this question every single day. Where the hell is the Xbox One X pre-order? So I went to FanFest. I got to see the Xbox One X revealed live, and that thing is just so beautiful. It really is. Uh, A lot of us discussed that we didn't hear a set date to pre-order. If I remember right, with the 1S last year, we had a pre-order right away. Um, I remember going to GameStop right away and pre-ordering and then changing the pre-order because Rob Gronkowski was on the cover of Madden and they had a Madden Xbox One S. So naturally, I had to wait to get that edition. I'm a huge Patriots fan, so seeing Gronk on the cover was awesome. But it's terrible this year because Tom Brady is on the cover now, which, one, Brady, what are you doing? You know the Madden curse is real. You've seen it happen to Gronk. And for Madden, what the hell are you doing doing two Patriots players in a row? That's what she said. <laughs> On the cover. That makes us look bad. Everybody hates the Patriots already. I I have no problem seeing Brady. I just, you know, a lot of people want to complain about the Patriots. So having two Patriots athletes on the cover two years in a row is going to cost some hell. So... With the 1X, what we read on, we, we took a bus transporting from the USC campus back and from back and forth to where we were holding X, or uh, I'm sorry, FanFest festivities and the actual reveal. So when we were on the bus going back to the fan uh, FanFest headquarters, all of us were on our phones trying to figure out, okay, so what do we do? I actually found right away a small detail, and everybody on the bus was, like, asking questions. It was awaiting FCC approval. And so having covered a lot of the Apple coverage where you see FCC filings of, you know, wireless patents and uh, just weird designs, I said, hey, you know what? This is going through. It's got to get approved most likely for the Bluetooth technology and the wireless technology. Um, and I'm kind of surprised they didn't do it prior, probably to keep it more of a surprise. A lot of spoilers come from FCC filings. And for me, I love the Xbox One X, um, but didn't see a huge surprise that could have been revealed in the FCC filing. So I'm thinking, you know, there, there had to be a last minute change. Um, you know, don't get me wrong. I think the Xbox One X looks great. I think it looks beautiful and naming it. One X is, it's whatever. So my guess uh, with the pre-order is it's going to be revealed at Gamescom. Um, there's a fan fest event going on uh, during Gamescom, so I think I think that is August 23rd. Um, I actually didn't put that in my article, so let me look up that date and I'll update that that article. I think it's August 23rd. Uh, I, I have a feeling during a FanFest event that pre-order will be said, hey, you know, you can pre-order either today or here is the actual pre-order date. Uh, kind of disappointed that they didn't give a real good heads up on pre-ordering. I mean, 
we still are, what, three months away, so it's not too big of a deal. But revealing a product and then launching a pre-order two months later, uh, that just it takes a lot of anticipation away from it. So I'm kind of surprised to see this. Phil Spencer is a great head of Xbox, um, and he has a real good grasp on things. I, I think this is botched a little. So yeah, I, I really hope, you know, there's a good explanation with this, whether it's, hey, pre-order this and get this game, this game, this game. Uh, my dream pre-order is to see the 1X come with uh, Forza 7 and Shadows of War. I know there's no way in hell that's going to happen, but if it does, oh my god, what a what a great deal. Next article um, worth noting was my first question that I got on Gamer Boredom. So you can email questions to chris at gamerboredom.com. I'll have that in the show notes as well. Um, and it was from Darren in Utah, which was pretty cool. I know a couple people in Utah as well as a couple guys that are podcasting over in Utah with the X1 Bros. Uh, a lot of what I learned from podcasting came from them. So it's awesome to see, you know, Utah is such an active uh, community with gamers and and uh, podcasting. So I was, I was really excited. So... I wrote an article. His question was, what is the best current-gen console in the market, in your opinion, and what should I buy? This one is really tough for me. I'm a huge Xbox fanboy. I have all three of the current-gen consoles, the Nintendo Switch, the Xbox One S, and the PS4 Pro. The PS4 Pro, hands down, is the best bang for your buck. Um, See, I played Infamous on it, um, and it had the HDR capabilities. That game looked brand new. It looked a lot different. I, I If you check out the uh, article itself, I put pros and cons of each uh, console. So the PS4, I put down. And you know what? When, on my cons, I, I'm no, I know I'm going to get nitpicked. Uh, some guy at work read my article and said, Dude, what's your problem with PS4? I said, it's, it's just these three things. So pros, amazing power from the start. PlayStation came out and had you know, the console for the gamers. They they didn't do what Xbox did, uh, which was ignore the gamers and try to make a huge-ass cable VHS box all-in-one and restrict gaming. So from the start, PlayStation has my kudos with that. They have some great titles. Last of Us, uh, playing the remake of that was great. And having Spider-Man coming out does not hurt you at all, Sony fans. I'm really jealous of that. It might be the only reason why I keep my my PlayStation, but I'll go more into detail on that in a few minutes. Um, They also have expanding lineup. A huge criticism from the start was they didn't have much of a library, and I think that's the same with every console is there's just no games that launch. Um, (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, You know, God of War is coming out. God of War looks fantastic. They have the marketing rights for Star Wars Battlefront, so it's probably going to look really good on the PS4 Pro and have some exclusivities. And I think Final Fantasy VII, the remake, is going to be exclusive to PlayStation 4 for probably a year. So Xbox fans are going to get you know screwed on that. Uh, cons. My biggest con with the PlayStation 4 is the controller. I hate that damn controller. I really hate that thing. I was playing Assassin's Creed, the Ezio Collection, and I was chasing some guy, and my hand cramped, the controller's just too small, so it, I feel like I'm overcompensating holding the controller. My hand cramped, my finger kept slipping off the tr- the, the analog sticks. 
I drove down to GameStop. I bought a couple of those rubberized grips for the analog sticks, and it helped out quite a bit. Um, but still, I my hand just kept cramping. So I went back to... I, I go through a phase where I'm like, oh, I'm done with Xbox. I'm going to go to PlayStation. And I'm like, oh, PlayStation is the greatest console ever. You know, they do this, this, this. And then I get used to the controller, and I hate the controller. And then I go back to the Xbox controller, and I fall in love. Uh, so Xbox One X is going to be a huge, happy update in my life because I'll have power greater than PlayStation and hopefully some new titles to be exclusive to Xbox, but we'll go more into that. Uh, playing online on PlayStation is a pain in the ass as well. Uh, watching content like for Netflix, for some reason, I always have skips and lag on Netflix on the PlayStation console. That was the same with my my first PS4, the second PS4. I traded in the PlayStation 4 three times, and with the PS4 Pro, I'm still having the same issue. Um, all my other devices are fine. I stream Netflix from my TV, from my Xbox, and from the Apple TV. Don't have any issues ever, um, and I have some awesome internet. I really do. My Eero says, "Hey, you're blazing fast." So. It's definitely not a network issue. I think there's something with the network card inside of PlayStation, and I really don't know what they use. I, I've never gone into it. Even though I work IT and I know a lot of that stuff, I try to not dive into my own console stuff because I think that'll just be boring for me. Uh, so, yeah, online is just not fun. And even the community online um, in a lot of game sessions seem to be not as competitive. So to compare, I played Battlefront on the PlayStation and the Xbox. I played about 10 sessions each, and on PlayStation, I only lost one session. Um, and that was because my team just quit. There's no communication. There's no, you know, friendliness. There's no... It's just not the same community as Xbox. Xbox, I played 10 games, and I think I, I split almost. I, I think I won six, lost four of Battlefront. And the community was active vocally, you know, hey, you need to go here, here, here. I'm going to be Darth Vader in this scene, so cover this. Uh, and even after, I think, two of the matches, I got Xbox messages saying, hey, GG, or good game. And I think that's awesome. So I think the uh, community between, like, if you compare Xbox and PlayStation, they're just completely different. Um and that's not necessarily a bad thing. I'm not saying that, you know, the people who play on PlayStation suck and the people that are on Xbox are better. It's just a different experience from what I've had. And for me personally, I just like the uh, community with Xbox. Now, the downside to the Xbox community is you get a lot of those trolls that, you know, talk about your mom and just weird stuff. So <laughs> PlayStation, you don't even get to hear anybody talk about your mom. So, you you know, take it as you will. My last gripe with the PlayStation is the UI is just real basic for me. Now, granted, I have not had my PlayStation plugged in since November of 2016. I just, I've not played it. Xbox has really captured my interest. I've been, you know, playing some great titles on Xbox, and I feel like the momentum is with Xbox, in my personal opinion. The... UI is just so confusing on PlayStation. I, I, I got to scroll around everywhere to find anything. There's no organization. And that could be completely different. So don't, 
you know, jump on me if I say it's terrible and they fixed it. I hope they fixed it. Maybe I'll plug it in today and see how many updates I'm behind. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens there. So the next console is Xbox One. Uh, you know, I'm a huge fan of the One S. The one thing I love about it, you know, 4K gaming is becoming a thing, but 4K content is also another. Uh, the PlayStation 4 Pro streams 4K content, but it doesn't have a 4K Blu-ray player, which just, you know, amazed me. The Xbox One S has a 4K Blu-ray player, streams the 4K content, just doesn't play the 4K uh video games yet that'll all come in the xbox one x now if you've ever seen 4k movies you know how amazing they are i watched the first 4k movie i bought was the martian completely different new movie it was so clear and it's a really good movie then i bought deadpool which everybody needs to to have deadpool in their life and that that movie just looked different too so definitely worth getting now the pros i have with the xbox i love the online capabilities you know if you, I watch a trailer on Xbox compared to PlayStation, the PlayStation seems to just take a while to load up, and it doesn't resolve to an HD resolution. It's like a 480 resolution for like the first 10 seconds, so you have to like pause it and then rewind it and try to get the 4K uh, resolution. Xbox is quick with the streaming, has a high def resolution right away. They just they got it down. Um, the controller. Huge fan of the controller. I have so many Xbox controllers. I, I love the colors that they have. I think I'm going to do a design lab this month of my own controller for my birthday. Um, but my primary controller is the Xbox One Elite controller, which I highly recommend if you play games more than a couple hours a day consistently or even have just crazy weekend gaming sessions. The, the Elite controller is just there for you. It's It's amazing. Um, some cons that I have with the Xbox, 1080p and 60 frames per second is, is what the norm is, you know, not, not every game has 1080p and 60 frames per second, but PlayStation is hitting a pretty good mark of 1080p consistently and 60 FPS on a lot of titles. Xbox you know, there's a huge issue where a lot of the content is 900p, and people say, well, you can't tell the difference, you can't tell the difference. Oh, I can tell the difference. I played Battlefront on both consoles. Now, Battlefront looks a hell of a lot better on the PS4 Pro than it does on the Xbox One S. It, it, it looks like a, a completely different game. You know, it's so sharp, there's no pixelated edges, there's so much detail. It, it's such a great console to play your content. I just like the online community with the Xbox, so it's a huge trade-off, and it's a difficult internal war for me because I love quality, but I love having fun. Um, the Xbox One does not have a lot of exclusive titles, and I'm really hoping Phil Spencer comes out and says, hey, we got this, 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 this coming. When I went to FanFest, you know, there were, what, over 40 titles that they showed. My butt was hurting from watching all the titles, but there was, like, a handful of exclusives that just didn't seem fun. There's not a new type of Gears of War, Halo-esque type of game that just screams, hey, I'm from Microsoft and, you know, I'm a first party. I'm not going to go to the Switch or to PlayStation. This is what I can do. Now, Forza is going to be the best exclusive game to Xbox this year and is going to be a selling point for the One X. It really is.
Um, and that's it's not too sad to say because Forza makes a great game. They have the greatest games, the greatest soundtracks. But you're hoping with the 1X that you have something, you know, that says, hey, I can only play this on 1X. Now, they have the marketing rights to Shadows of War, but it's not exclusive to Xbox One X. Um, it's going to be coming out to PS4 Pro as well, so... Uh. Anyway, now back up uh, to the final console, the Nintendo Switch. Oh my god, I hate this thing. Um, I couldn't come up with three Pros. I really couldn't. The portability is awesome, and the Pro controller is nice. Um, other than that, I don't have anything good to say about it. Um, cons, there's no games at all. If you walk to a Best Buy, you will take one step and pass all the, the Switch games. Um, the Switch is a glorified Zelda box. It really is. Um, I bought it to play Breath of the Wild, but you know that game is also available on the Wii U, so it's not even an exclusive to the Switch. Uh, when I first got it, there were just way too many bugs um, for the Switch, and they were not addressed right away. And if you ever take a look at Nintendo's software patch notes, it says, you know, hey, we fixed it. We've had an issue, and we fixed it. It doesn't even tell you what the issue was, and it doesn't even give you more detail, so it's just, it's insanity. It just says, hey, we fixed it. Um, the biggest issue was it kept changing the input on my KS8000 TV. And that's a huge no-no. If I'm trying to play a game on Xbox or watch Game of Thrones on Apple TV and it switches the input, oh, Lord, I'm going to be pissed. And I unplugged the Switch from the TV. But recently, there was a, an update to the Switch that fixed that. Thank God. Um, and I think the Switch just has a lot of competition to play uh, with the Xbox and the PS4. So I think the Switch will be successful in its own way, but it's not going to be a huge game changer. Um, so just going to breeze through the rest of the articles. Uh, Spotify comes to Xbox. One of my favorite topics, actually, this week to discuss was how Spotify came to the Xbox. Now, I had Spotify for a long time and switched to Apple Music, so I tested out Spotify again. I had a student for, uh, trial, which is only $4.99 a month. And I love it. The The UI on the Xbox is great. Um, the one thing I'm still slacking on is rebuilding the library. So it's a work in progress. And once everything is, is all set up, I'm going to probably do a review on GamerBoredom.com on my experience with Spotify and the Xbox. Uh, for the sports guy and me, Patriots football came back. Awesome. Love, love, love watching me some football. Now, the fun part is always trying to explain... You know, to people who don't understand football, what football preseason is. So, <laughs> my wife said, you know, I read all your articles; they they are really awesome, but I skipped football section because I don't know what the hell's going on. So, preseason, you know, for all us sports guys out there, is just you know, kind of like uh, best way to put it, open practice trial to be on the team. And the Patriots lost the first game, but you know, winning and losing doesn't matter in the preseason. So we lost 31 to 24. Backup quarterback looked awesome. That's pretty much it with preseason. You really can't go too deep into preseason. Um, moving along, uh, Battlefield One came to EA Access. I loaded it up. I have not played it yet. I'm hoping to play it after I upload this podcast and do a couple design changes. So hopefully I can give you my input on Battlefield 1 shortly. 
last night we saw Annabelle Creation. Uh, was 50-50 on it. Was not a huge fan. Um, appreciated a lot of what they did, but it was just a real generic horror flick that I think they pushed out there to try to make some money in an era where there's no horror films in, you know, summer. Uh, definitely going to check out... They had a pretty cool exclusive scene from Stephen King's It, then the remake that's coming out. It was actually a TV adaptation, I think, first, so... To have an actual movie adaptation is going to be pretty sweet. Uh, the The scene from it was pretty awesome. <laughs> it was really good. I didn't like the clown at first because he looked like a geek that was dressed as a clown. Um, but seeing him in action was really, really cool. So hopefully, you know, that movie's a lot better. Uh, I did put a review of Annabelle on uh, GamerBoredom.com. Check it out. I give you a couple of insight. Um, no spoilers at all in that review. So... Yeah, I mean, it's, I, I to me, I, I don't think it was worth going to see, but, you know, everybody's different, so if you check it out, you know, let me know what you thought. So now, on to some quick analytics. This won't be on every weekly summary. I'm just really surprised by the number of uh, analytics that I have already after not even a full week of launching and zero marketing, so... As of right now, I have 431 uh, unique views, which is just awesome. Uh, 161 um, unique visits, which is just crazy. I don't even think I know 161 people. Um, for me, those numbers are are very humbling. Um, so thank you, everyone, so much for you know checking this out. This is all during a a building portion of you know my plan for GamerBoredom.com. I'm hoping. In two weeks, everything will be 100% and everything will be content-based and and no more changes to uh, GamerBoredom.com or any of the social plugs that uh, GamerBoredom's on. So this week uh, will be a huge focus on you know finishing up everything with designing and uh, final schematics of the site and... Uh, the social media portions, as well as uh, pushing out the word that Gamer Boredom's out there. Uh, so I'm just really, really excited. Uh, it's just crazy to think, you know, I'm getting emails for GamerBoredom.com already from people that are checking out the content. It, it shows that there's an interest. So, you know, thank you everyone so much for that. Um, looking at, you know, expanding this week and you know seeing what's going to work and what's not going to work in terms of you know marketing and and how to reach out to people so maybe we'll have some some contests uh with gamerboredom.com you know again everyone thank you so much um again if you want me to to focus on anything that you're interested in shoot me an email at chris at gamerboredom.com i'll write the information in the show notes as well and you know I, I can't say thank you enough. This is super awesome. It's a, a huge goal and dream that I'm achieving. And, you know, to be in the technical phase and, and have 400 plus views and 160 plus unique visits is just, you know, very, very humbling to me. So thank you, everyone. Um, look forward to, to answering any of your, your questions or content requests. Or even if you want to join the podcast and talk about that topic, we can do that as well. Just shoot me that email at chris at gamerboredom.com. 
we'll set up the date and time and, you know, we'll do a Skype session and, and chat about it. I think that'll be a lot of fun. So thanks everyone for joining episode number two of Gamer Boredom. This is Chris at GamerBoredom.com. You can find Gamer Boredom everywhere on social media at GamerBoredom.com. And you can find me everywhere on social media at ChrisDub12, C-H-R-I-5-D-U-B-1-2. And that is also my Xbox Live handle. So if you want to, you know, befriend me and play some games, we can do that as well. C-H-R-I-5-D-U-B-1-2. I think I'm going to upload this podcast and start playing some Battlefield 1, see how bad I suck. And then I will be enjoying Game of Thrones episode number 5 tonight. Hopefully there are some Game of Thrones fans out there. High five to you. So thanks everyone for listening. Hope you have an awesome week. All right now, wasn't that fun? Let's try something else.